about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 79 of the Battered Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, is Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? I, it's Everybody's got to be pumped for this Wednesday, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it's coming. It's yes, coming. bring out, so this bring out the pink paint. Wild. Bring out the pink paint. Yes, pink, pink, pink all the way. It'd be cool if we could figure out how to actually bring pink paint into the stadium and then just have some fun with it. But I'm sure yes. that that's gonna, that's frowned upon. All right, so we got a we got a, a big time show for you guys today. We got a special guest that uh, is, I mean, a lot of people know him as an Argentina Messi KC fan, all this other stuff. And we're gonna bring him on. And after he, we are done with him because he was so gracious to give us a little bit of his time because he's a busy man. We are going to be joined by an Orlando City podcast which should be fun. Mickey Mouse SC, as a lot of people in the chat are calling them. And uh, and that should be very fun. We'll see how that goes. But before we get to that, we do have, like I said, a special guest. And just in case anybody is not familiar with our special guest, I figured I would show them this. And free kick, Messi. Messi. Goal! 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 Messi! Messi League Soccer Goal! Catalo! Argentina Campion! Argentina Campion! Shut the fuck up! Goal! I'm about to be like this all year. For the next two and a half years, I'm flying to Miami. He's flying to Miami, Chris. I, we, we, I would love that energy at the stadium. I would love that energy at the stadium. We need that. We need that, and uh, with uh, without much further ado, we would like to bring to you Mr. Kevin Cho. Is that, is that how I, did I pronounce that correctly? You got it, baby. What's oh, up, boys? <laughs> hey, you should have warned me that you're gonna play that. All right, I have my my headphones on full blast, dude. My ears are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on, man? Hey, look, I, like like I'm sure there's a lot of people in the chat right now that they just recently started watching to Miami. They just started watching us recently, the last month or so. And we're welcoming all of that. We love that energy. We love the love. And uh, I, I, man, it was awesome seeing other people enjoying watching Interman. I understand why it's starting, but sure. regardless, you're still watching it. And we yeah, appreciate yeah. all that. No, yeah. I mean, I know I'm not a, like there's a ton of people like me out there. And especially I was watching. Um, I've been watching a lot of Inter content, I will be honest. And uh, it, I see it. I definitely see it out there. I know it's like a weird thing. I can't even imagine if, if it was sporting. But like having a superstar come, you have all these attention, all these fans. And you want like purists. You want like people who are fans of the club. And you're excited that you probably have this guy here and he's bringing all this attention. But it's like a weird middle ground. Like, please support the team, not just the guy type of vibe. I don't know how you're doing it, but uh, it's interesting. That that's definitely the vibe, and I know Chris has been the one on here, kind of preaching it the most. And and look, I'm okay. I, I a couple things though. I hope that you make it down here for a game. Oh yeah. If you do, and you decide to wear an Argentina jersey, go ahead. Just don't wear the purple one. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Got okay. It. 
<laughs> we but uh, but we have a shop. It's called batterfans.com. And I'm gonna hook you up with a with some some pink apparel. Hell so yes. We, so that when you show up, you're rocking the pink. I'm ready. Okay? Let's we, go. Thank we don't discriminate you. it against the 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 blue, but right, you know, right. No, we want yeah. you rocking the pink, you know. No, I, I need I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I want I want to get a kid. And I was like, I'll, I'll get like the black one. Like if I'm getting a kid, I gotta get the I pink. Get the like, pink, man. You gotta get the pink, on. man. Like, <laughs> the pink you, jersey is like a, a like the new Yankee hat. Like everybody's it, it just really rocking is. just to rock it, bro. And I saw Adidas came out with that little goat with the little glasses, like little messy logo. Oh, yeah, that one was cool. That was, mm, uh, that was clean, really cool. clean. Yeah, sweet. Right. Thanks, guys. So I'll t- I'll uh, tell you I'll tell you what I think before we we move on to the next thing. I think new fans to to this team, whether it's for Messi or for the badge. I think new fans to MLS just in general, you know, I mean, obviously it would be, it's great that Messi came to Inter-Miami, but if he went anywhere around the country, I think just that the simple fact that you're going to have someone of that, that sort of skill and that sort of quality come into the league to make the league better and more competitive. I mean, I'm all for it. Whether you're here for Messi or not, you're here. And that's kind of what we need for this league. No. Yeah, totally agree. I think, Sporting had that little uh, back and forth with with Ronaldo, which would have been yeah. an insane thing. And even then, it would have been kind of the same thing instead of Messi fans, obviously Ronaldo fans. But it would of be course. that weird mix of like, bro, we are getting attention like never. We're getting hella money, hella followers, yes. all this stuff. Uh, it's just like, let's just see how things go in the long run, which so far so good. You know, like you guys look at kind of, kind of cute recently. So we'll, we'll just see, we'll see what happens. And we're going to get course. into the cuteness in a second. Uh-huh. But I, I did, we, before we, we move on, I did need to just solidify. I know that you are a sporting KC fan, right? You kind of go ahead and you, uh, you live stream the KC games, but are, are we making you an honorary inter Miami fan? Look, listen, I think. Let's pull the announcement right here. There's already a lot of drama, a lot of transfers, okay. you right. know, a lot of All rumors right. going around. You know, I, I think, look, who, why can't we have two clubs? I don't know. So, come on. I, I like I got a team in the East, a team in the West. Well, I, I think you're right. You have an East <laughs> Conference team and a Western Conference hey. team. I'm all for it. It's just, it's just I, whatever copium I need to say to, to be okay and feel better about it. Yeah. I, I, I actually agree with that. I mean, I love supporting LAFC. So I mean, I don't, oh, you're I don't such see a front runner. Dude. You're such a front <laughs> hey. You know what? Hey, LAFC. Listen, Jesus. it's uh, it's 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 that thing. You know, two years uh, ago I said, hey, if I'm gonna pick an LA team, I'll pick them. Yeah. Well, why do you have to pick an LA team? Why don't you pick Real Salt Lake or something? I mean, Whoa. what am I gonna do? Chill, Real chill, Salt chill. Lake? Like, nah, nah, didn't they have a Cuban player? Yes, they do have a Cuban player. That's correct. There you go. There you I go. I mean, I don't know if he's still playing, but yeah, <laughs> he's there. All right. So, uh. On Wednesday, Messi has his first rivalry game, right? Now, I, I'm sure that you've heard of the rivalry. What does KC, does KC have a rivalry with anybody? Yeah, basically our big rival is Ralph Salt Lake. Uh, oh, like well, we played them. Okay. Uh, we played them in 2013. We had a final. We beat them. And then since then, it's just been – even the final was nuts, but like a lot of fights, a lot of drama. It's kind of slowed down a bit since both clubs have been super, you know, mid – yeah, but uh, yeah, that's technically our. I mean, now it's uh, I guess it's uh, St. Louis, but but if it's just like because they're close and there's no actual hate, I, I don't know, I, I don't feel it yet. Maybe next year I'll go, okay, yeah, they are a new rival, but we'll see. 
Not like Orlando. Look, I don't feel like it's an Orlando Miami thing. That's a different vibe. Well, well, you know what? And that's what I was gonna ask you. But before I, I do, real quick, Richard Greenberg kicks in right here. He's a he's a Toronto FC fan. He lives in Toronto, but he has a place in Boca Raton, so he supports both teams. And Boom, Richard Greenberg, man. our friend from the north, we love you for that, sir, because he's been around before Messi. So we yeah, love to Richard Greenberg. Uh, so when you look, because right from the outside looking in, do you look at Inter Miami Orlando as a rivalry? Because I've heard. Even Miami fans saying, like, we're kind of trying to force it. Mm. Maybe mm. we are. I don't know. I, I feel like geographically, usually how rivalries are usually created. And then after that, new rivalries are created, like throughout playoff matchups and finals, like you said. Yeah. But geographically, usually how it starts, right? Those are usually the basic rivalries. Yeah. Do you look at this as a rivalry? I, I, I kind of go off of, like, even other sports. Like, Miami's, like, the team – or the Miami's the city – to be honest, not the flex of like champions. Think of Miami Heat. I mean, Miami Heat is great. And look at Orlando Magic. It's like, like, bro, you're not even, that's not even the same level, you know, even when they had their Shaq and Penny, you know, type of thing. And I think that bleeds over in all sports and, and all vibes. And same thing, like I had friends in Orlando, like I know some people in Orlando who just hate Miami because you think of Florida, what are we, I'm thinking Miami, maybe Disney world, yeah, which is probably not a good flex to think about Orlando just because of Disney world, but, uh, they got universal, they got universal too. Look at them. They, they're really good. But, but with Miami, it's iconic. <laughs> it's, it's why people go to Florida. You know, if you want to have a good time, you go to Miami, baby. I think that's, that's like deep rooted. And I'm sure there's a mix of like people going, okay, but, I don't really hate Orlando. I think they hate them now. I mean, especially after the mural situation, like they just, they're asking for it now, you know? What? Okay. So what did you hear about the mural situation? All I know is that it looked beautiful one day and the next day it had a bunch of purple on it. All right. And, uh, and not a very pretty outline. They looked, obviously they dumped some paint. I don't, to me, like the first Literally thing I thought. heaved it against yeah, the wall. Yeah, heaved it. Just boom, gone. It, to me, I was like, okay, is this real? Or is this, is this like, I'm, I'm not going to try to start any rumors. So I was like, is it a Miami fan trying to start some type of rivalry? But I, I don't know. All I know is it got fixed at the end of the day. And now everyone yeah. on social media are like, all right, bro, we'll see you Wednesday. Let's go. Like that, uh, that just started something that really, I don't even think it needed to happen. I think everyone was already yes. hyped for the game, you know? There are people well, saying that there's a conspiracy out there that it wasn't an Orlando fan, though. Right. I mean, That's... it's it's pure WWE antics, right? <laughs> yeah. Like this is this is picturing Razor Ramon just coming down and splashing <laughs> the paint on the yes. wall, right? Right. Yeah, I don't think if it if it is an Orlando fan, it's kind of cheesy. It's like, dude, it's a mural. Like you're not gonna. I mean, you're not gonna piss that many people. There's like a ton of murals now in Miami, from what I've seen. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. So if it is an uh, Orlando fan, it's like, great, we'll cover it up. We'll play Wednesday. We win, move on. We, I mean you, uh, move on, boom, bing, bong. But if if it, if it was a way to start the rivalry, I, I also respect it. I don't know. We'll just see. I just, I'm so excited for Wednesday, you know? Me. Well, uh, and Danny Broward Heron just mentions in the, in the chat, Orlando fans have been saying it was Atlanta fan trying to start something. I mean, there's that little hypothetical as well. Of a right. lot of people claiming that it look, could have been an look, Atlanta fan. I mean, it's it's not. Uh, look, I heard from, uh, and I mean, they said it on their podcast, La Ventanita. It's uh, Vice City. Uh, two oh, members right. have a podcast. And they were talking about it on their podcast. And they said that whoever did it left a receipt of where they bought the paint. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure why they did that. 
he didn't get it. And I, I could, I, I, have, I, sh- I wanted to reach out to him. And I forgot. I should have reached out to him to ask him. Did they buy it in Orlando? Did they buy it in Miami? Where did they, right. did they buy it? But they left the receipt apparently. So I don't know what that means. I don't now know why I'm they even would do more that. suspicious. Of... Yeah, I don't even know why they would do that. So, huh. but regardless, it, it ended up getting the mural a lot more attention. It was all yeah. over the place, and it, it it kind of worked in the favor of uh, Vice City and and the the Messi mural and all that other stuff. So, but I mean, it's it's hard to get hyped up for Wednesday anymore for a few reasons. One, rivalry, and two, it's another home game. And when are you go home? And those are the best situations. That, like when or go home. That's 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 like game seven, right? They say the most beautiful word, uh, words in sports is game seven because it's win or go home. But in this scenario, every game from here on out is win or go home. Right. And it's gonna be a weird mix to see. I don't know how. Like or or Miami still. It's obvious they're still figuring things out. Like even from that first messy game. So then the next game, it looked solid, but now everyone's like, was Orlando just that bad and Miami was just okay? And now we're at this game where, all right, win or go home against your rival at home, like they need to show out. And I know we got some reinforcements. I saw the pictures today. All right. Very excited with that for that as for well. Jordi but Alba. Yep. Yes, exactly. So I don't know. It's it's just a perfect setup. Like I, it's, it's what you dream about, you know? Um, well, Jordi Alba and, and- did. Oh, go ahead. And let me mention, so Mohamed is here He's here saying that he doesn't know too much about MLS. He's just a Messi fan from Indonesia. Welcome. And uh, who's the best club in MLS right now? I believe it to be St. Louis. C- it's Cincinnati. Is it Cincinnati? Cincinnati? Yeah, I think Cincinnati. I believe it's Cincinnati. I know yeah, one f- of the two. Yeah, I they think have 51 points. A- God damn. Fifth, it's Cincinnati, and it's Cincinnati by far. Yes. So... God well, damn. well, one thing I'll tell you right now, and and Steve Munoz, come on, we know the deal, baby. Alba FIFA <laughs> card, I think it's an eighty-five. All right, guys, <laughs> we got some pretty good FIFA cards on our squad now. All right, uh, yeah, I understand, Kevin. So this is how this is how we scout our players here on the show. <laughs> Just look at FIFA card, bro. That's don't even. It. I That's don't even it. want to look at Sporting's FIFA cards. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, uh, I want to mention about the receipt real quick, though. There's mm-hmm. no way they bought that in Orlando because then they would have just put the receipt in one of the glove compartments, right? Yeah, like, traveling they all had the way. To... Mm. Yeah, yeah, if they're leaving it out purpose. there. It's... Yeah, they did it on purpose. Yeah. They left the receipt on purpose. Well, if they bought it at somewhere in Miami, I'm definitely paying some Cuban guy to give me access <laughs> to the cameras <laughs> and figure out who it was that made the purchase. I mean, that's, well, that's just what's going down well, that, that, that That's, yeah, look. If, if they really left the receipt, I think that might have been silly. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Jordi Alba finally started training today. Uh, and I know a lot of people are saying that there's no chance we see him on Wednesday. I think we might see him. Might only be like 15 minutes. But I think we see Jordi. I mean, he wasn't just training today for the first time in a month. He was training with Barcelona last week. He was training with, with other players and stuff. Like, he's he isn't maybe not, not top shape, but yeah. he's not yeah. out of shape. So yep. I, I do think that there's a chance we see him on Wednesday. Diego Gomez, I believe, is going to be ready to go also. We might see him sub in also late. And like you said, four new pieces with two more on the way. And it's going to take some time to kind of get acclimated and build that chemistry. And it's win or go home now. So you don't have too much or too large of an error, uh, margin for error. But right. I will tell you, although I dislike Orlando, Orlando isn't a bum squad. Right. They're, they're, they have a decent defense. And l- let me tell you. Atlanta has the second worst defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Cruz Azul, three games into their season, had given up six goals and had only scored once. Yep. So we looked good for two games, but I think this is the first real challenge that Inter Miami and Messi 
in the messy era is going to have. So it's going to be an interesting game. Um, yeah, it's going to be crazy to see because you guys saw the space Atlanta was giving. I mean, like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I remember. Like, that looked like like everyone was saying it's like a training session. What the yeah, like, yeah. why? It's the party of the Red Sea. Yeah, exactly. It was like I don't know how many meters of space that dude was having. So I don't think we're going to see that with Orlando. And the real thing is, if Orlando bites first and then tries to hold possession or be defensive, it's going to be really crazy to see the back and forth of Busquets feeding, Messi maybe feeding uh, his. I mean, you guys have that. God, what is that? Taylor? Whatever the frick his name. Robert is. Taylor. My God, that that dude was. He was scoring that's, better goals than Messi. The guy was hitting bangers. What the hell? That, like, who is this that's guy? That's Neymar Light. Neymar Light. That's Neymar Light. Bro, where did he come from? Like Sweden, Switzerland. Where the hell he comes Finland. from? Finland. Finland, dude. Like, bro, he's balling. So I don't know. Yeah. You guys have options, but it's the defense that I'm pretty sure everyone's worried about. Well, and I, I went back and I watched your your entire stream of the first game against Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when you first start off and you see that starting eleven, you're like, oof. What Bro, <laughs> I'm used to bad starting 11. That shit was nuts. But, okay, yes. yeah, no, and I get it. I get it because you're not familiar with names. But let me tell you, we do have some depth because the thing is, a lot of those names are unknown. That's because yeah. we have a lot of academy players getting opportunities. And luckily, our academy players have been performing pretty well. Like on Wednesday, you're going to see Noah Allen. He's going to lose his starting job eventually to Jordi Alba. Mm -hmm. But Noah Allen, baller. Yeah. Benja Kramaki, he's probably going to lose his starting spot, 18 years old. Another baller, Ian Frey, defenses. He he uh, uh towards ACL that game. Yeah, you saw Messi holding up his jersey at the end, the post game, but also was a baller. So the academy is doing well, also. So Inter Miami is set for the future, not just because with Messi here, we're probably going to start getting bigger names more consistently, sure. but our academy is also doing a very good job of developing these young kids. So Inter Miami set up pretty nicely. So I'm glad that you're jumping on the wagon right now, Kevin, because you're, you're set up nicely for the next Look, 10 to oh, 20 years. A little 10 years. I'm flexing. I got all my all my players from South America coming in at 18 years old. Like, okay. That's it. I'm, that's yeah. It. That, and that's such a drastic change from sporting because, like, my whole dream was to have one damn Argentinian on my team. You guys go to Argent you guys go to South America, you pick four at a time and then yeah. bring them over here. Dog, like no, no problem. So every week I hear, oh, this kid from Racing is coming, this kid from Cologne is coming. You know, it's like what the all right, fine, whatever. Yeah, man. That's how life. we started. Our when we for those of you that don't know, our first year of existence, we brought in uh Pellegrini, our mm -hmm. first DP ever. We brought Julian Carranza, brought him in. First major name. Iguain. Yeah. <laughs> let's like, let's bring on his brother. Like <laughs> yeah. so, like it's a, it, it, God, yes. Damn. Well, I'll tell you, Ben Krem, if he ever gets floated around in the MLS, I can see him Argentina going to also. KC. And Ben Krem's like 19 years old with the body of a of of a, of a freaking yeah. monster. So like Yo, that guy would be amazing. Let me write some emails. Let me see if the front office is doing anything. Like maybe poke a little <laughs> stick and see. <laughs> All right. So, all right. So, I, I think one of the main questions over the last week is Messi. Once we found out he was starting, a lot of question was how long is he going to play? Mm. The man tried to play a full ninety, I think. Yeah. But after he made that run for that fifty-fifth minute goal, I think he was gassed. For the last twenty minutes, he was gassed. When they had two corner kicks, one almost right after the other. For the second one, he sent Robert Taylor out there, and when he did that, I was like, okay, he's not he's not going to finish the game, and he asked to be taken out. I. Me personally, I've never seen it. You've probably no. watched Messi a lot more than I have. Never. I don't think you've ever seen it. So, nope. but I give him his due because he busted his ass. He played his ass off, and yeah. I and I respect that. So he's gonna start again on Wednesday. 
chances that he makes it a full 90 this time. Okay, I'm going to be honest because when he was subbed out, I was in shock. I know he's had like two and a half weeks off or whatever it is, so it's not that shocking, but Messi's the kind of guy who's like a 10-year-old that's like, I don't want to come off. I'm staying on the field. Like And right. like coaches... Mm-hmm. When you remember when PSG, when uh, Pochettino when subbed, subbed them off, it was like yeah. Argentina was about to start a war against France and about to murder <laughs> Pochettino for that. We were like, what are you yeah. taking him off for, you idiot? You know, like one of the things that we were like celebrating him getting fired was because of that. It's like, bro, you don't take off Messi for no reason. But this situation, totally different. It looked like Messi, he was coming off smiling, chilling. I don't know, saying hi to people on the sideline. I don't even know what he was doing. It was so, such a different vibe from those PSG days where if he did come off, he looked pissed. He would verbally say, I'm fine, and literally mm-hmm. shrug and walk on the bed. Totally different. I think he plays the whole 90 minutes. I, if it happens again, second game in a row where he gets subbed off or something, that's going to be oh, shocking. You know? the, the humidity here is The humidity pretty bad. sucks. I, I understand yeah. that. I just yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah, but Kevin, let me tell you, I didn't consider what you just said, right? I thought the same thing, the humidity, the weather. It's getting acclimated to the Miami sort of like humidity, but I didn't consider what you just said that he got off and he was super cheery. He, he I mean, he looked exhausted from playing soccer, you yeah. know, but like he wasn't like drained. He was having fun talking to other people on the side. No, so, he was like, drained. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was drained. Yeah, because he, 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 like he was playing mentally... eighty plus minutes of soccer, yeah. but like, yeah, he didn't look like he was like dying. So, like, I think I, he I think the fact that it was a four zero cushion helped also. Yeah. Correct. And I think that he just called himself off at the right time, said, hey, I think right now is a good time. If we get scored on two more goals, we're still chilling. Like, yeah, it's no exactly. big deal. Kevincho, would you have would you have left the stadium after the 80th minute when he got subbed off? <laughs> uh, I'm a little confused by this because, like, all my Reaver f- friends and even a really popular uh, TikToker, I guess, uh, was kind of making fun of Inter only because we make fun of Boca because they were losing – a big game. They lost four nil. All the players were coming off the field or fans were coming off the out of the stadium. And, and everyone was like, Oh, typical Volca. Like they don't know how to. And then I saw Inter do it. But in my opinion, okay, I don't know the whole situation, right? I'm a new, I'm a new Inter fan, but I'll break it down for you. Huh? Okay. So here's what I'm thinking. Hot as balls games mm-hmm. already over. People have yes. to try. I don't know what the travels like out there. I feel like if you live in my, cause look, it's a temporary stadium in yeah. North Broward. Yeah. I have to travel an hour to the game. Chris has to tra- travel an hour and like 20 minutes to the game. So yeah. a lot of yeah. people live far from the stadium. Uh-huh. I, I'm saying I've seen – I've been to sporting games where it's like, I don't know, 75th, 80th minute. And maybe we're winning 3-0. Maybe people will chill and hang out. But it's – but also we're not like that far away from the – we're not like in a, another exactly. city. Like this is yeah. – we're like whatever. It's not a big drive. But uh, I never thought like, oh, my God, how what – Fake fans, how dare you leave the you're only here to see Alan Pulido. Like you don't care. Nah, dude. Like if well, I, I was agree. there, I would probably leave. Like I'm probably like, all right, we well, got I, it in the bag. I didn't leave because I, I refuse to leave. Even when we're getting blown out, I refuse to leave. But I don't hate on people that left early for like right. you said a few reasons. The game was over. It was four zero. Yeah. It's a was it a Tuesday or Wednesday? It was like a Tuesday. True. So a lot of people have to work the next day. It's a long commute. And let me tell you something. You might not know a lot about our parking situation, mm-hmm. but it's it's a disaster. So to get out of there, it's, it's, it's it, a complete mess. It's a complete so mess. to get out of there, it, it's a disaster. So a lot of people are trying to beat that crazy hour long wait to get out of there. Yeah. So again, I wouldn't do it, 
but I wasn't knocking him or calling him like uh, fake fans, plastic fans, whatever. I honestly believe that if Messi isn't on Inter Miami, that still happens. If anything, yeah. people waited longer to leave because, because yeah. of Messi because he had a brace and it's like, maybe he gets a hat trick. Right. Let's wait. And then once he got off, it's like, all right, nothing else to see here. This game's over. Got to work yeah. tomorrow. So yeah. I, I I thought it was way overblown. I, I didn't think it was a good look. Sure. I mean, obviously. But, well, you um, know, but no, the, I think it was overblown. the biggest problem is that aesthetically, you're literally seeing zombie hordes of people just <laughs> walk right out the stadium. Yeah, like it wasn't yeah, just sure. a couple sprinkled here and there. It was like huge groups where you're seeing yeah. like 50 percent of the people leaving the stadium. That's yeah. where it looked kind of ugly. No, yeah, I, I think I, I, when people were leaving and it was becoming a big thing, I just honestly like I would have maybe felt more of like a embarrassment if like maybe the stadium was super empty or something like the whole game. But like it was it looked packed. There was a bunch of people. And like you said, it was a weekday. I, that's a, a whole other reason. I don't yes. like I don't even if I wasn't streaming some games, I remember thinking like, bro, it's Tuesday. I'm not going to go to Children's Mercy Park on 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> Like right well, now, when people are going to the stadium as we speak, bro, good luck. I'm not going. No hell, no, I'm not going. There. Look at look at the comment down below. James Regis says Regis says I have nightmares of being stuck in the yellow lot. <laughs> literally, James, <laughs> I left the yellow lot literally two minutes after the first game, and I was stuck on Commercial Boulevard, which is the street right above the yellow lot. I was stuck there in a jam packed traffic for 45 minutes. Nah, and that's aside yeah. from the hour that it took me to go home. Yeah, so forget that. It, it, it's rough. So again, I don't, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I would encourage people to stay, but I'm not, I'm not calling people names for leaving early because right. I, I kind of get it. And also, it's a Miami thing. Miami things. Miami, Miami is known for leaving <laughs> things a little early. This is true. This, this, this is why I think it looks worse uh, than anything. I've seen some heat games. Yeah, I've seen yeah, people yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah for exactly. sure. <laughs> All right. Everybody's. Uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna say something nah. very inappropriate. So let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If um, all right, so I haven't really seen too many people bring this up. Maybe one. Uh, actually, I haven't heard anybody, but there might be people talking about this, and maybe I'm. I'm people can think I'm crazy for even saying it, but is there a chance that Messi could win MVP? Is there a scenario in which a scenario, right? Like I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm not saying it's likely, but is there a possible scenario where that could happen? If they go undefeated the last 12 games of the season mm -hmm. and they up in the like the sixth seed or something or fifth seed. Yeah. And, and he ends up with like, I don't know, 14 goals, six, seven assists. Is there a chance from going dead last to sixth in the East that they're like, you know what? Let's give him the MVP. Is that is that a possibility, do you think? If it goes down exactly how you said it, I think so. Only for two reasons. One crazy turnaround i think what is the odds of you guys making playoffs like a stupid number. oh we're gonna talk about that no we're, we're making the playoffs uh, uh I'm, i believe you're making the playoffs now i mean I, as those other couple games have changed my mind because i'm like dog uh you guys are not making the playoffs okay, oh I was, you, I was saying it before those games well I, I'll, I'll break down the math for you if you want okay okay i mean it's not a lot <laughs> you guys are at 18 points playoff is thir 30 okay is dc yeah. united dc is yeah. 30 and we, points and That's we got four two games, games in baby. hand and we got two games in hand. I, it's not that big. Not that big of a... I just didn't think things would connect this quickly. I was like, mm -hmm. maybe they'll have like a really late push, but it, it won't be enough. But I don't know. Like, if I don't know how you guys' opinions are. Like, obviously, go full force that you can with League's Cup. That would be super epic to win that. But 
Yeah. If you guys have time to build up the team, build up the squad, if you guys have like an earlier-ish exit, that whole second half of this season could be nuts. The thing is that I'm like, I don't know if that'll ever happen. Is like, I mean, if we look at goal score, they're going to give it to like a goal scorer, right? Yeah, yeah give the it golden to, boot winner or whatever. Right. Yeah. They're going to give it to like Hanny or whoever. But hey, it's so weird ass. We were getting players getting picked off to Saudi Arabia today. All right. Yeah. I don't know who's going to be here. <laughs> After I League's feel Cup. for them. I feel for them. Wise men, we feel for you. Uh, Wise men podcast. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's I was, I was rough today. And, and look, Swarty's so the same thing. Alan might be gone after today. But you know, I have no idea. This could be it, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be insane. It would be very, very hard to for him to get an MVP. But if we're just – put that aside. And if I'm going to bet if Inter goes to playoffs, it's going to be crazy. But I would bet Inter goes to playoffs and Sporting doesn't. Like, even though we're Oof. technically closer. But yeah. I'm just – for being for real. Well, look, well, I, and and I'm just gonna no. I, I need to address Steve Munoz, who always hates on me. I don't know what. what <laughs> I'm not delusional. Let me break it down once again, just real quick. We have uh-huh. two points in hand on the ninth seed. It's yeah. not the top seven. It's the top nine that make it now. Yeah. We're, we have 12 games left. Seven of the 12 are against teams that we need to leapfrog in order to make the ninth seed. So mm-hmm. it's not top competition. And if you beat those teams, it's like a six point swing. I, I'm sorry. Scoring eight and four in the last 12 games with Messi and company isn't necessarily something that is like impossible. Right. Is it going to happen? I'm not saying 100%, but I do think that it can it's the happen. Leap, it's the leapfrogging that makes me nervous. It's like other teams have to stay kind of not so great. And hopefully they don't have like some weird turnaround where they are fighting. Um, but everyone's going to want to try to get that nine spot. So they're going to be fine. It's just like, let's see how good. Plus the East is kind of stacked. Like you guys got some pretty i mean if i look at the west and the east like, oh, the west kind of is ass compared to, to the east oh, I know. yeah i mean i don't know st louis is leading well, it right now yeah and yeah. i think i think that state i think that steve is out of line danny i mean he you're not delusional i think that he's like part of the minority now right like yeah. i think that we have a bigger a better chance than than what he believes like we're playing a, a couple garbage teams at the end of the season. Yeah. Like you said, we can leapfrog people easily. I don't. I don't see it as. And Lucas says the same thing, Danny. It's not impossible. And yep. according to Danny Mathwiz, it is not impossible. He's crunched all <laughs> it, the numbers. It, it, for you. it isn't impossible. It isn't impossible. I'm telling you. Like I'm okay with people saying it might not happen, but to tell me that it's a lost season. Come on, man. We still got hope. Did you? Know, who had Messi hitting the game winner with no time left? Man, nobody. Man, oh, you guys got the open cup too like y'all are god damn dude like we yeah. only have Let's... to play cincy which is one of the best teams in the league right now but hey but yeah, hey, that was... cincy team almost lost to sporting all right so i don't know mm-hmm. not everyone Drop looking too pretty right now you know what i'm saying uh, <laughs> I, well i know that we're running short on time with you so we just a couple more questions before yeah, yeah. we let you go and again we appreciate your time sure all right um are you planning to come into an Inter Miami game this season? I know KC comes down. Yeah, my I so but he I probably want won't to play go. that game. I know that it's like God, Messi. We don't even we're done with Argentina, right? We're we you good? Like we we want. I, I thought like, he retired. You're done, baby. I want him I'm so badly. I thought I wanted that game to be the. the That's end. it. But th- it never ends that way. Just like with Diego, like bro, just should have just stopped playing. Like don't play anymore, please. And it, I. And he said it like, I want to play as the champion and, you know, interact with fans. I get it. But I want to go down to, I want to go down to Miami. They'd be so freaking funny if it was a sporting game. Are you, I would be the only idiot 
wearing this kit, screaming for Messi and crying for Messi to score. I don't even know the memes that will come out of that. But like, but if he's not there, it's still like, I just also want to experience, just want to experience the hype, the atmosphere. Because Messi might not be there, obviously. But you guys got Busquets, Jordi Alba, some young Argentinians that are coming, other guys that are coming. Like, I just want to see what it's like. Plus, I want to see your stadium before it's not your stadium anymore. I want to at least be like, yeah, I've been to that high school stand. It was pretty bad back <laughs> in the day. Pink, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want those vibes. But yeah, That's I want it. to. That's September one is like on my calendar. It's just like September 9th, but AFA to say something, you know? Yeah, they yes. they because Argentina plays on the eighth and Miami plays on the ninth. Ninth, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, please don't go, just please. Yeah. But the World Cup qualify. If it was friendlies, I I don't know if he would go. It would just be too complicated. But their actual qualifiers, I don't know, dude. It's not right, looking so good. I, I had I had two quick questions for you, and, sure. and then we'll let you go. You got to leave me you know, space for my questions here, Danny. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. My fault. Yeah, real quick. Good. This not inter Miami based, just real. But you're a case sporting yeah. KC fan. I have a theory. Have you ever watched Ted Lasso? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My theory is that they do a spinoff where he's back in America. They got the Apple TV deal already, right? It's an Apple TV show, bro. That he going. comes back <laughs> and he takes over sporting KC since he's from KC. Don't. Tell me, uh, tell me that that doesn't sound perfect, bro. Retweet, quote, tweet this. This is the this. Do you understand how easy it would be? Nobody's in our training facility. You could send all of Hollywood out there. We have like high end <laughs> facilities. The U.S. men's national team is there, bro. Come to Kent, Apple TV. Hey, it is so easy. And the hype Apple TV. Sporting. If somebody sees this from Apple TV, bro. Hey, I, I want I want some of the this. Mo- the money. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> real. And if you need me as a kit man, I dude, I'll be in. I want not one line. I'll just. Give them oh. the little boots. Like there that's you go. Here's it, your man. boots. Here's your kits, man. Yeah, that's a genius idea. I love it. Yeah, I I think it's gonna happen. And um, <laughs> and then the last one before I pass it on to Chris is uh, predictions for this season. Uh, so you, I I can tell that you think the MLS Cup is a, it's a long shot, which it probably is, but yeah. Open Cup, League Cup, still a possibility. What are you thinking as far as one, what you think is gonna happen, and what a successful season for Messi would be? I think okay for sure. I think Open like League's Cup. We'll, we'll, we'll vibe. I think even Inter fans are just kind of like, we'll just see how this is going to go. Because like, like you guys know. They're all repping for next year, yeah. Yeah, you guys are building a lot right now. It's going to be a mess. It would be sick, but it would be crazy. Mm-hmm. The Open Cup is already the set thing. You're just two wins away from it. That's it. You won. So since he's not an impossible team to beat, you have some time to build up for that and prepare. I think you guys legitimately have a shot winning that. That would be... Amazing. And also, it's like an yeah. old school cup. I don't know. Going off of the vibes, I don't know if we're going to have U.S. Open Cup for very long with MLS. Just getting the vibes of like the uh, with Don not being very impressed with how Open Cup is going and all that. I It might be like one of the last times we have we're in this tournament. I don't know. It would be well, beautiful to see Messi. Uh, well, that. people people here in the chat that have been here long enough know I hate the Open Cup. So. Right. It's like the idea is great. The history is awesome. But it is it's just not what it sh- it's not the FA Cup. No. If they're trying I, I, to be. It's not. I would rather play against Liga MX teams honestly. <laughs> For real. Yes, yeah, like yeah, I do, I Cup. Do. So I think yeah. just to finish it up, I think it would be insane to get the playoffs, but if we could see a turnaround of the team which we kind of already did, but a a long-term end of the season Inter looks like a completely different team. I think that's what Messi wants. He just wants 
and he might understand like this is gonna be very hard to get any silverware or anything sure. but but flipping a team that is dead last to pretty decent and looking pretty hype for the next season that's the goal i'm that's my opinion at least yeah oh, that's, no, that's... I, I agree all right chris and i leave it off to you all right so two questions we'll try to yeah. make a rapid fire here sure if you had to if you had to sort of pick what you think of a vacation as a cruise between one and five, five being great vacation, one being terrible, where would you rank vacationing on a cruise? I've been on a cruise, okay? And if I could rate, I would rank it right down the middle. Because, like, the thing is, you could chill. You could ch- you don't got to do anything. Actually, you could have things planned for you. You could be sitting back and be like, "Look, you guys have the whole excursion set up months before. I already know what I'm going to do and relax." But on the other end, like, are you really vacationing? Like, yeah, I'll hit up Boca Raton or Boca Raton. I'll hit up like some port in Boca Raton. I don't know why that just came in my head, but I'll hit up some <laughs> port in, in like Cozumel or, or or Jamaica for like a couple hours. It's like 50-50 for me. I, I think it's a solid three. There you go, Steve. Okay. You suck on that. <laughs> yeah, suck on that, Steve. And then, Lucas, you want the question? Here we go. So I'm going to put this picture up here, and you're going to make a couple tough choices. You need to pick between oh. one of those pieces of five steaks <laughs> and one of those six pieces of bread slash toast. Which, you know, where, which oh, one would you go with? Jesus. Okay, as an Argentinian, this could, like, get me – like, mm-hmm. I could lose my citizenship over this. Um <laughs> Okay, my personal preference, really, with the steak, and please don't be mad, is a four, like somewhere in the four range. I, oh, hey, hey, hey. I'm not, eat, I'm not eating raw one. ass meat, okay? Uh, uh, I'm not eating raw meat, okay? But you're that chewing gum at this point. That you're number, chewing gum. That number three, there's some peaking four. That number three <laughs> that is, is suspicious. <laughs> that, that could be, be giving me some problems. And for the toast, I'm a, I'm a good, mm, I'm a four. Little Look. butter, mm, that's beautiful. Look, look. Easy. This is this is how our people judge our guests. You gotta be look, choose wisely, Kev. What what do people say? Three? You go to prison if you want three. That's disgusting, dude. You got parasites in your stomach if you want three. <laughs> three? You should see the people that ask for one. No, There's... no. Well, hell no. Well, before right. we let you go, there was actually a guy that picked six on the toast. So at least you didn't pick that. Oh, hell no. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm good. So... I, I like I like my teeth and my stomach, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh all right, Kevincho, go ahead and tell everybody, if they don't follow you already, you should, especially since he's streaming our Inter-Miami game. So if you want some in-action live streaming, go follow the man. Where can they find you? Thank you. Uh, I think everything as of right now is still Kevincho, so just Kevin C-H-O underscore TV. And if you don't see me there, then maybe underscore reacts, because I've I got to make like a new TikTok account like every couple months, you know, just... <laughs> FIFA hates me. But other than that, like, yeah, uh, uh, that's that's it. But it would be cool if you guys want. I need more Inter fans to hang out and, and chill with me while while the games yeah, are live so I can learn some more. But, yeah, and thank if, you guys. And if you have a hard time finding him, just find us on Twitter and uh, we'll, we'll tag him on there. Bet. So, yeah. Uh, and thank you for taking the time to join us. Yes, uh, so we got right now we got 99 people on here. So, so you guys got to go ahead and subscribe to Kevincho's channel right now. Let's and go. uh and if you're watching, like and subscribe to us also if you haven't already. So, again, yes. 
thank you very much for joining us and uh we'll let you go and at 10 o'clock uh you're gonna be live streaming the kc uh, chivas game right that's right baby i'm so, already ready to go come on i don't know what's gonna happen so, but we're chilling but yeah thank you guys for real uh let no. me know i'll share this when i can uh all the, everyone in the chat oh good luck with your orlando thing you know god bless uh yes. i'll pray oh. for you <laughs> well let me tell you something we feel pretty confident but if this doesn't go our way it's gonna be tough that's why hey delete it hey, or, no or one's Orla gotta know <laughs> make it private baby oh we got somebody in the backstage right now watching he's he's taking notes you know oh, okay yeah. bet all right i can't wait to watch let's go all right all right guys all right, man. thanks guys have, have a good one thank you Ciao. so much kevin Cho. no problem Later. see you all right so like that was fun with kevin Cho, and now on Wednesday, we got the big game, and we usually try to have a podcast on from the opposing team to, to kind of help us preview the game. And uh, that's what we're going to do right now. We have uh, Alex from the Lions Den podcast joining us, and he's very gracious. So I appreciate that they took the time because we've asked a few Orlando podcasts, and a lot of them don't want to join us. So we do appreciate Alex taking the time to join us. Thank you very much, Alex. Hello, what's Mama going on, Orlando? Yeah, <laughs> I love soundboards. We were waiting for it though. It's all oh, good, right? <laughs> all love. It's uh, all in fun, all in fun. So, Alex, so your your hashtag or, or your ad is Vamos Orlando, um, and I have so you're so you're a writer for for uh, for Orlando. Uh, Writer is my last name. I was just oh, Lyle's writer. Oh, okay. My apologies. I'm sorry. No, oh, good. I I used to write little stuff for the podcast, but we oh, nice went just to potting. But we just we've been a podcast uh, for five plus years. We're actually coming up on our 200th episode as a fan cast, and we we're excited about this. We missed the last opportunity with you guys early in this season and because yep. you guys had a game that the day we recorded so we appreciate yeah, it almost but we're we're just glad to be on here with you and it's a big moment it's a big moment for not just for this rivalry but for u.s soccer in general oh for sure for sure and uh i, I actually before we get going because i wanted to talk about the game um and, and richard greenberg kicks in here check if alex has any purple paint on his hands we'll get into that <laughs> No we'll purple paint, that. guys. No, no purple. purple paint, Richard I, I Greenberg. I, I, Alex is innocent. Um, no paint. I, I I am curious, you know, because. Well, okay. Why should we? I'll start. I'll start with this question instead. Before I ask you the next question, do you guys consider Miami or Atlanta your biggest rival? Or like, what's the general consensus in the fan base whether we or Atlanta are considered a bigger rivalry? Because I've heard a lot of people in Orlando, Orlando fans, at least on Twitter, say that they consider Atlanta their biggest rivals. And that's true. It's And that's only based on the fact that Atlanta came into the league first. The hate and the writ that Orlando has gone through against Atlanta has been intense. It has led to a lot of different fights on and off the field, including another instance of defacement of paintings look that up did, if did, you don't did you guys deface one of their stuff one of their things uh i i know of an incident where that may or may not have happened but okay 
it cannot be linked to the current incident. We can talk about that later. Oh, nice. But okay. um, the the thing about that is is when you put up a billboard less than a mile from our stadium, it's not going to go well. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> Atlanta United, the week before our first match against them in Orlando, put up a billboard very close to our stadium, and there may or may not have been some antics after that. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, as far as the rivalry goes, I, I was thinking you guys were gracious to send me this particular question beforehand, and I actually put it out to quite a few fans. I'm very close with quite a few fans, and we talked about it, and while Atlanta is still the primary amongst the majority of the fans I talk to, it's feeling more like it's becoming more of a rivalry primarily because of Messi. And that made me think of some weird rivalries that come up in like the Premier League. I'm a huge Liverpool fan. And if you look at the famous rivalries in, in the Premier League. Manchester United. Manchester United, exactly. And that's mm -hmm. Manchester United is our Liverpool or is our Atlanta United. Mm -hmm. And Everton okay. is our Miami. But this is a moment where we're going through where Everton went from being Everton to signing Messi. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. So. I, I could see why that is because you guys have much more history with Atlanta, obviously because you guys have been around longer than Miami. So just based off the history for sure. But I would assume, like you said, with the whole messy thing, now, now we're taking a lot more attention or getting a lot more attention. These games, I'm sure you guys are going to get a little more amped up for them, probably more than you did before, because I think we oh, might have got a little we got a little more amped up for them before because we're obviously new. We want to take over the state, right? We're the team. Florida's a pink and all that other stuff. So for us, you know, it was the main rivalry. And I think for you, eventually, if not so by the end of Wednesday, I think you guys are going to be focused in on us more than Atlanta. Either way, it's going to be that after Wednesday because we already took it to Atlanta this year. And I we still have two at least two matches against you guys this year. So yep. We can take it well, to you at least one of those. Well, and I think, and I think honestly, the way that the MLS is sort of panning out, though, Alex and and Danny, is that the the corners of the country are 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 legitimately trying to build this big rivalry sort of culture, where you have the Galaxy versus LAFC. Uh, they're trying to build this Inter Miami versus Orlando. They're trying to build at some point. I think that either the Red Bulls or NYCFC are going to acquire a good big player. And that's going to sort of bolster those two. And then you have what Seattle and Portland, they always have like a very strong rivalry as, as mm -hmm. well. Danny? Yeah. yeah. Ge geographically is usually how rivalries are born. And then through playoff series or in, in this case, playoff games, that's when those new uh, rivalries are, are made, but generally yeah. ge geographically usually how they begin. Uh, as far as Messi arriving, 
I, you have a podcast. So I'm assuming that you you have a, a pulse of the people more or less, right? Because you talk to people, you have people write to you and all, whatnot. I understand why they wouldn't be excited, right? Because Miami got messy. But in the grander scheme of things, are Orlando fans not seeing the benefits of having Messi in the league? Oh, we see the benefits. It's some of us more than others, especially season ticket holders that like to sell their seats. <sighs> but it it it's more the question of how above board is everything. And everything's been looking very good. And it's very clear that this is going to evolve the league. This is the David Beckham moment of our generation. 100%. That's that's going to drive the league forward and going to draw in the next generation's Lionel Messi. I mean, Holland is going to end up here at some point. That's kind of inevitable. Polisic, a lot of the big stars are going to end up here because of Messi coming to a market that was, and, and not to be insulting, but, you guys are down. You guys are down bad mm-hmm. in the league, and yet everybody is rooting for you at this point. Like, I, I don't tell my Orlando friends. A lot of them are listening, but I'm hoping you guys make the playoffs just so we can face off again in the playoffs. Yeah, that would be awesome, and that's when that real rivalry will begin for sure. Look on Saturday. I was watching, I was coincidentally in Orlando also, because for fan, that's beside the point. But I was watching the game. I, I wanted you guys to win. I wanted this game on Wednesday. So I don't usually root for Orlando, but I promise you on Saturday when you guys hit that late game with like 91st, 92nd minute, I was happy. I, I was happy because I want this. I want I want to play you guys as much as possible because it's fun. Those are my favorite games, is when we play oh. against rivals. Those are the funnest games. And and Lucas and Lucas is uh is asking a question, which we're going to get to in, in a little bit, Lucas, about who we should be, I guess, a little shook about. But Mike V mentions that uh, it should be El Brightlino or El Everglazo. Listen, this is the Periclasico, baby. Okay, I like the Sampasico. That's that's, that's my the favorite. The Sampasico is also pretty good, more friendlier in that in that sense i've never heard a good candidate for the name of this rivalry and i welcome any and all names because yeah, well, florida derby just doesn't roll off the top oh, that's terrible florida no. derby like and the sunshine on. state classico i'm not i'm not no. feeling that one either no. i'm telling you some, i like the some, sun Pasico. and I, i'm not saying that it's great but of all the ones i've heard to me that's my favorite uh so Let's get into the, the purple hands thing, all right? Because I, I did want to touch on the on the mural. So everybody's talking about the mural, um, and I know that most Orlando fans are saying that it wasn't an Orlando fan. So we speak to an Orlando fan not on here. I like this Could one. you give us some insight? The sw- el swampico. swampico. El swampico. El swampico. Yeah. Yeah. So what could you tell us about the mural madness? I will open with my official statement prepared by my wife. Um, (laughs) You're doing a good job already. So (laughs) I don't like defacement of art, especially street art because street art is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I don't appreciate it. I don't like it. It is not tactful. I don't, I, I don't like it. That being said, 
I, I, I'm a Ruckus member. And no one... Ruckus being the supporters group, right? Yes. Okay. I have... No one I've talked to, no one I have spoken with in the last week has A, claimed any responsibility, or B, even promoted it. So... I don't think that in Orlando City, that being said, that ends my official statement. Right, right, right. That being said, I don't think a fan would drive from Orlando. Well, I've heard that, but just to but, drive, the, but just to there dump could be Orlando there. fans that live down here, though. Like there are Orlando fans that live down there. There aren't right. as many because quite a few of them converted to inner Miami. For sure. For sure. I know no, this but... because I literally bought merchandise off of them in the last couple <laughs> of years. I've gotten some good signed stuff. Yeah. Off no, of I'm my sure. Miami sure. fans that are former Orlando fans. Right, because... but, but that's why I, when I've seen that on Twitter, because I've seen people say, oh, we're not going to drive down three hours to, to throw some paint. Well, I mean, who said that you drove three hours? One, you could have been here already. It's the weekend. Yeah. People go to people go to Miami for the weekend. Or two, you could just live down here. So, if you say it wasn't, or you haven't heard of anybody taking, you know, responsibility, that's one thing. But the whole they didn't drive down for that. I'm sure they didn't drive down just for that. There's a lot of look. We got Tootsies, we got Ocean Drive, we got Wimbush. Plenty of things to do here outside of just throwing paint. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> the reality is, ooh, that's a good one, Richard Greenberg. I don't think it was. Miami FC, they're they can't be that bitter, can they? No, yeah, they hate it. I mean, they they of course they can. They have like five fans. Jealousy right? ain't cute. <laughs> then why are they throwing purple paint on our mural? I mean, false flag attack, but there was also the I, I, I've been on here, I've been in the back room since close to the beginning, and mm-hmm. there was talk of is it Atlanta fan? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Atlanta fans are that shallow. Like no, there's shallowness, so I can't see them being that shallow. But is it Atlanta? Is it the league? I don't know. I have no clue who actually did this. But who leaves a receipt? Who leaves the paint <laughs> cans? Who splashes it that badly? And more importantly. How great are you guys for getting the mural repaired within 24 hours? Like, yeah, that was phenomenal. I, 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 I was saying this to my wife, and she was telling me, Oh, don't talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it anyway because she's not listening to this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and here's the thing you guys do murals great. I've seen a lot of great murals. You guys celebrate your club. You've been in the league a few years, it's been a tough couple of years but you celebrate it nonetheless and embracing Messi is a great plus for sure and you know what it could have been done by fridge guy you never know Danny. fridge guy could have done it Alex doesn't know who fridge guy is it's a it's a it's a part of the show don't worry about it Alex is it like a bipolar Orlando slash go back go back to our it has nothing to do with Orlando it's a the Mexican celebration that that when they did the presentation, there's a video of the crazy winds oh, right before it happened. He got taken out by a fridge, and it just became a thing. 
<laughs> During like Messi's presentation? Yeah, be, yeah, a couple hours before. A couple hours before. Hmm. So just make it, sure it made the rounds. Just make sure, guys, if you're still, you know, looking, if you find fridge guy, let us know. We need to We're talk still, to him. So can I ask a counter question to that? Of course, go yes. for it. How likely is it that someone at Orlando City is gonna have to do some painting in the next three to six months? I don't think that look, maybe, maybe somebody that lives in Orlando would go ahead and do something like that. I can't imagine anybody that we know down here in the supporter groups that would go ahead and drive to Orlando to do something like that. No, I don't I don't see it. It's, not saying it's impossible. It. No, it's not. It's not. I, I can't imagine that they would do that. Um we we just go to your stadium. We're loud as hell, but I, I can't imagine that um, you guys do represent. Yeah, you like so stomping about, on stomping on the ground right around our locker room. I know, I've heard. <laughs> I've and heard, harassing I've heard. our mascot do you guys have a mascot yet no i didn't know no, you guys had a mascot do you guys have a mascot kingston. yeah they have a lion really kingston the lion like i can like i know in their logo they have a lion but i didn't know that they had like an actual mascot yeah he was out in the last game on uh on saturday mm, yeah he was no out idea. there if you'll give me a moment i'll show you him sure is it like is it like simba inspired hold on he's gonna grab the mask right now Oh no, crack kill. So yeah, so here we go. Oh, there we go. And there he goes. So we have the so look, he's showing us the line, which I saw in the in the last game. There we go. So it's so it's just like a like a full lion. So uh, it's a full costume. lion suit. He had it, he had it. Full lion mask. suit, he has dreadlocks. Yes. The whole thing. Oh, and they call him Kingston. No, it's yeah, red lights. I get sure. it. Okay. Got it. No, that I, makes I, sense. No, no, That's we, what I figured. No, we um we don't have a, a mascot. I, I can't imagine us having a mascot. Maybe maybe they'll do it, but I can't you imagine. You can find a bird, I'm sure. I don't know. I just it's, I don't I don't see a. a it bird would be weird to the, have like with a the vibe of, Yeah, just chill. It's, it, well, it's a heron first of all. And, I know it's uh, a heron. Well, it's maybe actually maybe a heron. Freedom Park or something. It's a heron. Maybe, but I just don't see it. Uh, all right, so let's get into the actual nitty-gritty, the game. Now, your, um, I guess, biggest signing this past offseason was Facundo Torres, right? Uh, Facundo came in last year. so he's Oh, did he? Second year. Oh, shit. I thought it was this year. So how is Facundo performing so far this year? Facundo is doing a, almost exactly the same thing he did last year. He started slow, and then he's picked up the pace, and he's scoring goals, delivering assists. He's been looking just as good. If not, he's picked it up sooner than he did last year. Okay. So talking about strictly just the game, we like to kind of ask – the reason we have opposing podcasts on is because you guys know your team in and out. Yeah. If I were to ask you, what's the biggest strength on Orlando's team? What would you say is your biggest strength? Right now, our biggest strength is our defensive midfielders and our midfield in general. We've been Ooh, surprising. We we switched up to the double pivot, which um, our fellow podcaster Eddie the Commish basically suggested, and they they adopted it. I don't know if it was him, but. 
ever since we've been completely utilizing Wilder Kotrahanga and um it's it's been great. We've been looking a lot better. We've been pushing from the back and even though we've been having some slowness from our number 10, number 10, he's been a lot better. So we've had a big switch also at the number nine because Kara was our big starter at the number nine and Duncan McGuire has come in and has overwhelmed the league Mm -hmm. and he's looking really good. He's, he's got the leading score scoring for us and he's on pace to be the, uh, rookie of the year or newcomer of the year, whatever MLS calls it now. So that's our big strength right now. And what about the uh, biggest weakness on the team? It was interesting. You guys were talking about biggest weakness and I was going back and forth because biggest weakness is both our defense and our offense at the same time. Our defense especially in Pedro Galese, which Pedro has faced Messi more than any other MLS goalkeeper out of Peru because just because of World Cup qualifying and Copa America. But well yeah, I think he's 0 3 as far as penalty goes. Right? Yeah. Messi against Galese. Yeah, so and we'll we'll get to that when we talk about the scenarios for the actual match, but I think that the only weakness we have is in our right back. And even then he's a strong right back. Kyle Smith has, is one of the oldest player, one of the oldest tenured players on our team. And yet he's still been versatile. I was, I, we just potted last night and I was pretty hard on him and saying that, um, that he needed to be replaced. And I kind of regret that comment. I think that he might be okay. But I think that us finishing within the first 65 to 70 minutes is key. We have to get goals, and that's what what's, needs to happen. And seeing what Miami has done in the last couple of weeks with all your new recruits, mm-hmm. it's a whole different game yeah no we're, we're we're a lot better in the final third which is where we were suffering and our midfield in general who's gets when you get a lot of new friends that helps a lot yes. oh for sure well as of right now we've only have two so far playing with our young guys because i think that that's the thing and um and it's not just orlando fans i, I see mls fans all over the place talking about how miami has six dps and all this other stuff a couple things we only have three dps gregory was a dp but we bought him down Pizarro was a DP, but they terminated his contract. And Jordi Alba signing on a TAM deal. So our only DPs are Campana, uh, Messi, and Busquets. And then we got the, the the U22 initiative guys coming in from Argentina, which I understand. Those are like many DPs technically, but they're U22 initiative players, which every team in the MLS has a right to. So, I mean, as far as the rules go the legality they're, they're, of it it's all legal. they're working within the, the the rules now Jordi Alba taking a pay cut that's on him I understand why that's yeah. weird but that's what he chose to do 
I mean, who are we? Do you think that's but, term though, or do you think he's going to get a pay no, raise? You know what I think? I, yes, I think that the rules will eventually change to accommodate his contract and to bring Luis Suarez as an as a fourth DP, let's say. So I think that that's what's going to happen. So can I ask a question about? Go for it. And you know how, Luis Suarez pretty how, well. You're a Liverpool fan. Oh, I, I seeing Luis Suarez in MLS is going to be awesome. I was mm-hmm. kind of hoping he'd come to Orlando, but he went home for a bit and good for him. Do what, do what you got to do. But he was talking about retiring and now he's trying to get out of his contract. Mm-hmm. Well, the, um, the, go ahead. No, finish, finish your thought. No, I was just going to say that uh, the news was that him and Gremio uh, agreed on a termination of contract at the end of the season. So, Everybody's just assuming that he's going to sign with Inter Miami come January. So the rules would come into effect and benefit you guys. That's a hundred percent. I think that MLS across the board is going to change the rules, and obviously it's going to help us because there's names that want to come play with Messi. But everybody's going to have an opportunity to sign more players, I believe. Yeah, but how do you feel about the fact that those rules are kind of being soft tossed to a lot of players that are coming in that want to play with? Messy. Well, I I think I would understand people being upset if it was happening right now, this transfer window, because then they're like, oh, yeah, they're just giving everything to Messi. But if they're waiting till after the season's over so that everybody has an opportunity to work under those rules, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. What about Busquets? Do you think he's going to get a better contract? Uh, He's already has a DP contract, so he's already already they could already pay him whatever they want or whatever he wants. I don't know how that's going to work. Honestly, I don't. So he's a DP already. Um, Who but, did, which DP did you guys lose for him? I know you had three already. Uh, we that bought was... down Gregory with GAM money, right? The general allocation money. So we bought his contract down because he was getting paid, I want to say, like maybe 100000 more than the max salary. So they paid those 100000 down. So he was no longer considered Is a DP. Is that the player. GAM money that you got from Montreal? Oh, we got money from, money from Montreal. From uh, what's this guy from out of Lewis uh, Morgan, Julian yeah. Carranza. They've been preparing for this summer window for the last two seasons. That's why I, I, I and I understand not a lot of people watch Inter Miami because it's not their team. But if you would have watched this, there's a reason why we're 15th in the East. We were playing with a bare bones <laughs> roster. Like we had six homegrown players so playing. We were for us tanking in the for a long term plan that. Betted on Messi turning down a billion dollar yeah. deal I don't, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, well, I don't think what? it was. I don't yeah, think it was I don't think tanking. it was outright. I don't think it was outright tanking. I think that Chris Henderson just saw this future where he can be able to sort of sell these guys who have promise off for this gam money, and then we have these promising young guys that were in our you know U twenty twos or whatever that. You know they can be serviceable until we decide to to bring the big guns in. No, Danny. And I and yes, and not just that. It's the fact that yes, I do. They didn't re-sign a Pozuelo, and yes, they did give us. Not, they didn't give a lot of depth. What killed Miami this year was that they ended up having so many injuries. Because yeah. when you have little depth, because you're trying to wait for the summer transfer, and then you end up losing your best player in the midfield, and then your second best player in the midfield, and then one of your forwards, like. We had a lot of injuries, which killed the little promise we had while we're waiting for the summer transfer window. Yeah. So I wouldn't say tanking, but definitely didn't have enough depth for the injuries that ended up kind of just costing us the East this first half of the year. And that's one thing that Orlando has had throughout this season. We've had 
bouts of losing, but we've had a lot of unbeaten streaks and depth is one thing we need. And with a short rest, we're coming off of less than four days of rest going down to Miami. I mean, don't get me wrong. Traveling to Miami is the one of the shortest trips in all of MLS, Mm -hmm. but it's still traveling to a different stadium. It's a hostile environment and we're going to have to put up a lot, but I'm don't think we're going to see a whole lot of changes to our lineup from our match on Saturday. Well, you mean uh, for the match on Wednesday? Yes. Yeah. Our yeah. Between Saturday and Wednesday. Yes. Okay. Well, speaking of traveling, I don't know if you wanted to touch anything else on 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 what we were just discussing, Danny. No, go for it. But speaking of traveling, perfect segue. Are the supporters going to be traveling pretty thick on Wednesday, or what, what's the buzz going on? They're with that? trying. Like I said, I'm a ruckus supporter. I'm in the chats. I'm in the Facebook groups. All that. I'm not going to give any way away any privilege information, but yeah. we're trying. Everyone's got forms up there's literally hasn't been communication as of right now from the miami front office until Oof. tuesday morning well so i know you think there are a lot of people signed up and ready to go so much so that we are we are no longer chartering a bus people are like just going down and those Oof those parking lots are going to be overwhelmed, which I, I truth be told, I don't live in Orlando. I live in Naples, Florida. Okay. I'm, oh, nice. I'm the closest Halfway. Orlando. Yeah, exactly. And I, I thought about, there was a part of me that's like, Oh, I need to go to this match. It's going to be that match. And then I hear 150 for a supporter. You got a park in Timbuktu because no offense, but the parking is not great at your stadium, and oh, I know no. that's this, been discussed. Believe me, we we, we agree. That's kept me away. I live so close, and yet I don't. I've never been to a match, but when you guys open Freedom Park, I can't wait because I'll be there. It'll be awesome. There will be a lot better parking. If the Marlins have taught you guys anything, it's that parking is awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. So. We don't really know what the supporter turnout's going to be yet, but you think that it's going to be a lot of people heading down there individually. There will be a lot more people than you think on short notice. Mm, well, okay. people are worst... going to pack that. People will pack our supporter section. I have no doubt about that. ILF, Ruckus, they they can turn out in a lot of numbers with short amount of time. Well, and and just to talk a little bit about uh, a little bit about the tickets and the ticket pricing. I did see on Ticketmaster that apparently they do have like a a specific special code for the, you know, the supporter groups for the opposing team. So that's something, I guess. But $150 for a supporter is ridiculous. And that's regardless of whether it's Orlando or anybody else. I mean, the ticket prices just across the board in League's Cup have been ridiculous. And then to top it off, Inter Miami ticket prices have been messy just a tax. complete, yeah, it's just tax. been a disaster. Like, I mean, Alex, I, I just want to give you the difference in the parking prices. We <laughs> would pay seventeen dollars to park on that plot of dirt that they were thinking about throwing a, a, a jungle gym on for the Broward County. How far and of now, a walk is it? Uh, no, oh, it's, it's not right that to the stadium. Far. 
the yellow lot is yeah the yellow lot is is right next to the stadium but we used to pay 17 20 for that parking spot now you're paying minimum like 45 50 bucks just to park on that plot of dirt yeah and i'm sure you're getting door dings because your parking is close as humanly possible to get a couple more people in that lot the last two games the parkers have literally squeezed every inch of that parking to the t where you literally have to back and forth 74 times before leaving your parking space and that's if you don't want to hit another vehicle all right so wednesday everybody's excited you guys we are excited all that other good stuff and um this series right between the two teams has been pretty tight outside of the last two games every game has been either a draw or decided by one goal okay and then last year in October, we beat you guys 4-1. to one, And then earlier this season, you guys beat us 3-1. But outside of those two games, has been a one-goal differential or a draw every single game. So obviously, tight contest. But we have this game on Wednesday. And we have a new team. My question to you, and this is a very serious question. Are you guys planning excuses already because you are going to say that Messi is getting calls and that Busquets getting calls and that into Miami and MLS wants to see Miami move on because I have a feeling that you guys are already setting this in. Like you guys are like, we either win or they were, or this, things were bought off. I feel like that is what's happening and I haven't heard it yet, but I, I almost like something inside of me says a hundred percent. This is what they're thinking already. So that's tough because I do think that it's going to be a lot tighter than it needs to be, but I've been one of those people that says on our podcast, because Orlando's had a long history with referees, messy notwithstanding, but don't leave any doubt. That's been something I've repeated on our podcast a lot. If you're going to win, win well. Yeah. We won't, I, I won't hint at my prediction yet, but I think this is, match is going to be close refs with or with notwithstanding. I think there might be a gift one way or the other, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. I think that Atlanta got clowned, which makes me happy and makes a lot of Orlando City fans weirded out because it's like, who do we root for? Atlanta, Miami, who cares? I wanted this matchup more than anything. This matchup is oh, yeah. awesome. This matchup is great for the league. It's great for all of us. Look, we're all talking. So I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens on the field, but I'm not going to make any excuses because we we can't leave any doubt no matter what. I don't care if the messy factor comes in into effect. I I looked up the pro referees that were supposed to be in this match and they haven't been confirmed yet, but there has been a lot of questionable calls. I'm not even going to call out the Miami ones because don't those weren't even the most egregious. They're using a lot of younger referees in this. I don't think they're necessarily going to do that with this match. So um, you can't use that as an excuse 
I'll say that uh, as an Orlando fan. You can't use uh, it as an excuse. You gotta. I, I, if I'm Orlando, I want to win. I want to win fair. Win outright. Exactly. Yeah, win outright. I, I after you said the whole referee thing, I started looking some stuff up. Um, and I think most teams right complain about the refs, but from what I'm seeing here this season, and it's it's kind of crazy when I saw. You guys haven't had a red card called on you all year, but the team. Yeah, we had. There was a stretch of two or three games where we did have a red card against us. This is not based in this season. This season is an enigma. Okay, because this this season season, is an enigma. You have no red cards this season, and your opposing teams have five red cards. You guys have benefited from playing against ten men five times this year. That's absolutely correct. This season is an enigma that is. Never happened before. I remember when the all of those happened, but we in leagues cup specifically, they're using different refs, and I'm not going to use. Heard. But heard that that's before. not an excuse. We have to play well, and we could say, "Oh, we're on short rest." Screw it. If you're on no. short rest and you have refs that don't want you to win. Go out there and win and do it. That proves it. I don't care. I agree. Well, and let's talk about this miércoles coming up, right? So mm-hmm. let's get some predictions for Doomsday Wednesday out of the way, Danny. Right? Do you want to start it off or or should we allow our guests to start it off? What are we going to well, we do should, here, Danny? We should let our, our guests go first. That's very polite of you guys. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I predicted this on the pod last night. It's going to be 2-2 after 90. We don't have extra time in this competition because... Straight to PKs. We don't hate the players' legs, which I understand, but 2-2. Messi gets at least a goal, if not two. For Orlando, Facundo and Duncan McGuire each get a goal. And in the end, Orlando wins on penalties because, truth be told, this club has never lost in our history on PKs, including oh, against is. you guys in the Open Cup last year. Yeah, I know. That was all. Oh, but cool. let's oh. not talk about that. Bryce Duke <laughs> had literally the worst PK. That's okay because you guys are going to end up winning the Open Cup this year because. I, you guys were talking yeah. about that earlier, and it's funny. When the Open Cup happened in 2019, Atlanta won. That was a yeah. big brother for us. We were mad. We wanted to beat them. We lost to them in the semifinal. I was there at the semifinal. That was the last match I went to before kind of Pandemic. things went all to crap. Yeah. 2022... In the first return of the tournament, we win. I was there also. I I do think you guys have a great chance against Cincinnati, and I think that it's kind of nice of Messi to grace the U.S. Open Cup with his presence. So, I think that's that's fantastic. I hope he has a chili dog, though, because Cincinnati has really good chili dogs. Never been to Cincy. (laughs) Skyline, Chris. Chris, prediction. <laughs> All right, so my prediction, Danny, is I think we're going to win 3-1. I think it's going to be 
I don't think it's going to be that close. I think that it's probably going to be 3-0 and it's going to be like a late goal in the like the 84th minute when all of the stars get off the field because our defense is just uh, not great. And then McVay, oh, that's right. McVay can't even get on because he just got a red card. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I think it's going to be 3-1. I think Robbie Taylor is going to get a goal this game. Uh, I think Messi's going to get a goal. And I think Joseph might get a goal. So Well, uh, Joseph, I, I know he's fallen off, right? So I, I don't think he strikes fear in any Orlando fan's heart anymore. But uh, there's some trauma there. But yeah, because I think it would be sweet. I'll finish because I, I think that would be sweet if he finally has a comeback, right? Like just his first goal with Messi, like a Messi assist to Joseph. I think it would be really sweet if it happens against Orlando. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I, I know everybody's really hyped about the way we've looked, and Jordi Alba might play the last 10, 15 minutes. I really do believe that he's going to get on the field late in the game. But I do think that this is the first real competition we play. I'm not saying that Cruz Azul is a horrible team. But they had a really rough start to the regular season, and I, I don't think they were that great. Atlanta either. And with that being said, Atlanta scored on us in the first two minutes. It was just offside. But our defense is shaky. Cruz Azul had quite a few opportunities to score on us. So mm-hmm. our defense hasn't necessarily looked great, okay? Busquets has had, coughed up the ball a couple times. Once against Cruz Azul, twice against Atlanta, which almost cost us. Luckily, all three times, it didn't cost us a goal. So I'm not saying that I feel necessarily great about our defense. That being said, I do think that a good offense kind of helps the defense, right? We keep possession. Busquets is a magician with the ball. I do think that this is going to go down like a lot of the other games. One goal difference. And I do think we pull this one out two to one. I can't imagine keeping a clean sheet. Just because our defense just hasn't looked that great, honestly. But I do think that we win this one two one. And you were going to mention something, Alex. I think you were going to talk a little bit about Joseph. Uh, yeah, not just him, but Martino as well. He he. Oh, that that's right. Yeah, he had he plagued us when he was at Atlanta. We never beat him. We never hit beat him and Joseph Martinez. But I think that those times have come and gone it's going to be one of those redemption things for us. And it's not going to be easy. We're not going to have an easy time of it. We haven't had an easy time of it in this tournament. We went to penalties on the first one, and we had to score in stoppage time on the second one to to win. It was not easy, but we did it. And I think that this team can play a lot. Uh, That's a good question by Bruno. Who would we start, Danny? Chris, uh, that's the starting 11 from the last game. Who would you start? Uh, you know, I'd actually keep it the same. Uh, the only difference I would make. Well, I don't know if Miller can play. Well, Miller, no. What do you mean if Miller can't play? He has a he has a red, he doesn't have a red card. That was uh it, didn't he get injured last game? Did he get injured? No, I don't think that he got injured. Wait, Am I, I think he I think Am he I did get injured. I might be misspeaking. Well, so you would keep it the same. I would keep it the same, and I would bring on Jordi Alba if he's actually like allowed to be on the roster. I'd bring him on later instead of earlier, so that way we can have a better defender later in the game. But again, he's just getting onto the team. Um, and what's this guy, Diego Gomez? 
Uh, maybe I'll put him in. All right, but starting wise, you're keeping the same eleven from last game. Yeah, I would keep the same eleven. Uh, and uh, and I gotta find out about Miller. If anybody in the chat can, I don't know why I'm blanking on this. So, uh, so Miller trained today and He's went healthy. On. So okay, look, well, nice. You met him on Friday, Lucas. Good stuff. So I don't know why I feel like I'm off on, on the center backs right now, but I agree. I would keep the same starting eleven. I do think Jordi Alba is gonna get in. I think Noah Allen's going to get a lot of run, and Jordi Alba come in 80th, 75th, 80th minute. He, he is in shape, maybe not tip-top shape, but he is in shape, so I think he'll, he'll be ready to play. So we got some questions coming your way now, Alex. All right? Oh, unless you, you got anything else that you want to mention here, Danny. No, no, no. So, uh, we, got I, some, so we got some questions coming your way, Alex. These are real, these are real strong questions here, okay? On a level between one to five, five being the best experience ever on vacation, where would you rank cruising? Oh man, that's hard. That's actually not that hard because I'm a bit avid cruiser. My family likes to brag that we've been on a lot, like forty cruises. At least my parents have. I've been on like twenty of those. My bachelor party was on a cruise. That's a whole different story. So mm. I'd say four. I'd say four. I, I did my big my actually my most favorite cruise was the most recent one I went on in Greece. Oh, Ooh. nice. Greece well, and the Eastern Mediterranean. So I'd I, say four because you don't have to pack up your can I swear this podcast? Go yes, ahead. Sir. I, I don't have to pack up my shit and move it from hotel to hotel every couple of days. I can just leave it on the boat and or ship, whatever you want to call it, shit, and nice. move around and go to new places, stamp a lot of new stuff on my passport. I've got two cruises in my docket for the next 18 months. Look at Mike that. Know Steve. If you said hi to Pizarro while you were in Greece. I, I, I'll certainly see if I can find him, but Greece is crazy. Athens, I, I I literally watched a taxi driver hit another car's mirror and just not even blink on the way to the airport. Just bucket. Nice. That's how this yeah. casual. Uh, euros are euro. It will ruin euros for you. Like, yeah. you're not even close. So just I would have, quick, I, uh, to, to clarify, no. So a lot of people talking about Diego Gomez in the chat. I don't know why I thought that he was the only U22 guy that was active for this tournament, but I'm looking it up now, and he isn't on the roster. So Diego Gomez, I guess, is not an option until August 20th when they play against Charlotte in the MLS returns. So all our is three U22 guys. Are, yeah, because you had to have a, a League Cup roster, and he's not on here. Jordi Alba is, but Diego Gomez wasn't. And I, I, I thought that he was the only U22 newcomer that did make the roster, but from what I'm seeing, he did not. So... No Diego Gomez is looking like. So now we go to the real question, as Lucas points it out. <laughs> Official tissue, baby. So uh, as we asked our last guest, which you saw as you were backstage, we got these five pieces of meat and these six pieces of bread. So where are you going with this? Uh, that's easy for me. I'm a four on both. I I, I grill filet mignon rather regularly because that's what we do once every other week but 
I don't know toast as much. Toast is harder for me because I haven't found a good toaster, whereas my grill I know better than most things. So still, when it comes out, I want four on both. I want a little sour cream, uh, sour cream and seasoning mixed together as a sauce for my steak. And sour want, cream? Wow. Sour cream. Just take sour cream and and Italian seasoning, you put a little bit in, you mix it up together. You don't lather it on. You just put it in a bowl. You put a little bit on top, but then you, if you're feeling for some flavor in addition, I, I put the Italian seasoning on the steak when I grill it. Gets that nice My char goodness. on it. You ever grill tried chimichurri? I don't know what chimichurri is, but I, I'm willing to try it. Oh, man. Well, we got to get you down here, bro. Well, chat, you can't say that Orlando fans don't do anything for you guys because he just put us onto some sauce that sounds pretty spectacular. Italian seasoning. Wow. I'll send you guys I'll send you guys the exact brand. You can buy it at Publix or see if Messi wants to buy it for you at Publix as well. <laughs> do you no, guys think I, that was an ad placement? Just No, I, I've had a few people tell me that they thought that that's what it was, and I could see why they would think Smart that. Marketing. And maybe Yes, for sure. And Publix is one of the sponsors for Inter Miami, so I get it. But I do believe, and this is just me, right? Maybe I'm I'm just naive. I do think that coming to America, he kind of just wanted to go out. Like it's like we just got here. People don't know my regular routine yet. Let's see if we can make a quick little market run, just so I can have like a normal thirty minutes. Obviously, he knew it wasn't going to be a hundred percent normal. Shows how but, famous but he relative. actually is. Yeah, but and then everybody found out, and they started showing up, and he had to go to his car. But um. And then to so the sour cream thing, I just can't get with that, Chris. I don't know. That, I've I mean, never it, heard that it before. Sounds interesting. It, 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 try it. Mm. It's not for everybody, but I found that it was very good, and I make it every other week now. Look, so we're going to have to invite you to some chimichurri, man. Yes, the chimichurri you have to try. Now, I, I didn't have as much of a problem with the sour cream as much as I did to the number four on the steak. Because if you're telling me that you no, make a filet so. mignon, I don't. I don't know if I if I'm okay with making a filet mignon as a four. It's a, 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 it's I mean, on it's a hair trigger between three and four, but yes. I make it more for my wife than I for myself. And honestly, I don't care about steak as long as it's not completely chewy. So yes, as long as it's not <laughs> two or one, I guess. Well, we got to get you on chimichurri. That's for sure. Yeah. Chimichurri. Yeah, just real quick, just to answer Hazel's question. Uh, no, Messi's not going back to Barcelona. Uh, if he has a farewell party, it's going to be a new boys over there in Argentina. He's not going back to Spain. If anything, he's going to Argentina to retire there. But I do think that he's going to end up retiring down here. I would love uh, to see a match between Miami and Barcelona, uh, Pele style, where he plays one half for Miami and one half for Barcelona in Miami. You know what? That sounds interesting. They played against Barcelona last summer here. Yeah, he trained I, at your stadium. That was yeah, a, with, with yeah, Argentina. That was with Argentina. Precursor with Argentina. Yeah. But oh, that wasn't is, with Barcelona. Oh no, he no, was no. already with. Uh, he was a PSG. PSG. The thing is, I feel like the relationship had soured so much. I don't know if he would do that. So maybe, but I, I don't think for so. the fans, maybe, maybe, maybe. All right. Well, Alex, we really appreciate you uh, taking the time to join us because a lot of Orlando fans didn't want to. I mean, I don't think we were too hard on you, right? No, you guys were you guys were gracious. You guys are a yeah. lot of fun to talk to. I yeah. hope I get to come on again before the 
match in September 24th. Oh, speaking of which, how are the prices for that game? Because we want to go. The prices are astronomical. If you haven't bought a ticket already, just uh, see if you can. You no, see See if if you you can can sell a limb. No, see if you can sell a limb. See if you can uh, get an away ticket. I'm sure they haven't sold the away section yet, even though that'll. But a funny story from our our podcast family, Alex Brown, one of my fellow podcast. Esters is actually living in Key West right now. He's his season ticket holder. He has been since Damn. the beginning. And he he sold a majority of his tickets this season. J- Sorry, Hazel. I can't hook you up. <laughs> I'm not a season ticket holder. But Alex Brown sold his tickets for the September match a month before the Miami announcement for 50 bucks. The person he resold them to, these are two tickets right by the walkout tunnel. Oh no. The person that resold them, resold them for like 500 plus dollars. And Alex went nuts on, and he's going to be so mad. I'm talking about this. I don't care. Um, (laughs) went nuts and yeah. tweeted about it and then right after you probably the mess- got more than 500 for that at least a reseller yeah. there have been much smarter fans that i know of who have paid for their season tickets just by selling their september tickets which the original rumor was that Messi might not have been there but it sounds like that um the South America World Cup qualifiers are not going to intercede with no, that. So. No, because he, he if he plays with Argentina, he's going to play on September 8th and September and 12th. 12th. So it would be against Sporting KC and Atlanta, the games that would be affected, which he wasn't going to yeah. play in Atlanta anyway because of the turf. So that wasn't going to happen regardless. So he, he found out about how much more it was going to be and tweeted about it. And then a local Orlando reporter found out about it and posted on the news the night after the messy unofficial announcement came back like a month or two ago and like posted, he went in front of the stadium and is talking. I'm looking at tweets from Alex Brown, who's sold his tickets for 50 bucks and now they're getting resold. That is mortifying. That yeah, he's not happy, and he he he's a good guy, but it was not a good moment for him, and I feel bad for him. Well, Lucas well, is much like us. We're shouting you out and appreciate you taking the time for joining us because, like we said, we invited a, a, a few people, and you guys were the only ones that were gracious enough to accept our invitation, so we appreciate that. Anytime. Well, where, where can the guys find you, Alex? Where can uh, they find you in the gang? They, they probably won't follow you, but just in case. Um, I mean... I'm joking. Give, yeah, give us some love. Give us some. I'm give joking. us a little love. I'm not as argumentative. I'm a, I'm a loving guy compared to some of our fans. But yeah, I'm at ghost underscore writer on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. If you're into that kind of thing, um, I'm on t- Twitter. Obviously, the, we are on Twitter, Threads, and Instagram at Orlando Lions Den. So. Come, come, give us a, a hate love, a love love. We, we, we don't mind bants. Just don't make it personal. If you, if you don't, yeah, for sure. It's all, it's all good fun. 
don't well, Broward... don't get mean. Let's talk. Yeah, yeah, it's all in good fun. So Broward Heron is saying you're a great sport. Hope to have you back on in a month. I and I, I could see that happening for sure. And is Mike V is asking a critical question here? Is that Nani on the wall? Oh, of course it's Nani on the wall. That's from our. If I can You'll... do the pointing, there right? Goes. That is that is from the MLS's back posters. I love. I'm a huge poster guy. Do you guys have a lot of match day posters? No, no, no. I love match day posters. We do match day posters. So they like give them out to the fans? No, they they sell them five bucks a pop every match, um, made by a local artist, and they all well, go to cool. the Orlando Orlando City SC Foundation, and it's awesome. I I've nice. been buying so many over the years. I've been asking a lot of people to buy me some because I only make it to two or three matches a year, but I watch every match that I can possibly get my hands on. So nice. Uh, just last question. And we'll let you go. Cause we went like 40 minutes over where we usually go just real quick. Favorite Orlando player, Nani or Kaka or, or somebody else. Oh, that's tough. Um, I got to say Kaka because of he's kind of what brought me into it. I I was not, I I grew up in Chicago. We don't, I I actually grew up in a suburb of Chicago where the Chicago fire played for two years while Soldier Field was being renovated. And I wasn't a big soccer fan, big Bears fan, like you said, underdog fan, but I moved to Florida in the summer of 2014 and became a huge soccer fan because of the World Cup. And I looked up immediately what's the closest major league soccer club. And and Orlando had announced about six months earlier. And then right during the World Cup, they announced Kaká. So I would have to say Kaká, but there's a lot of honorable mentions but i won't i won't tie up no all good no we appreciate you and again we appreciate you taking the time uh if you were watching on youtube and you participated in the chat thank you as always if you watched all the way to the end thank you for watching all the way to the end and if you were on audio thank you for listening all the way to the end as always we appreciate the support and people in the chat thank you for participating as always you guys are the best part of the show chris anything you would like as a final thought I mean, I don't know if you're a Cubbies fan, but I just want to say, damn right. Thank you. I just want to say, and just to stick Steve it Bartman. in one last time, thank you, Steve Bartman. <laughs> we ended up winning our World Series, and that's what matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got my, I got my newspaper right you over. Brought here. him back. You brought him back. You brought him back. There we go, baby. <laughs> uh, Steve Only Bartman. sporting right. event I've ever left early is the. Day after opening day, like four or five years ago, at Marlins Stadium, went to 17 innings, and we had to leave early because I, had, my dad and I had to go to work the next day, and Oof. the Cubbies ended up losing. But Oof. that stadium's gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Look, I, I think it's a little underrated, honestly. And on Wednesday, yeah. you might be leaving early if you make it down here because we might kick your ass. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't leave sporting events early and me either, it's against me my either. religion. Uh, well, I appreciate yes. that because that, that, that's I feel like most people should it's be that way, find. but especially All right. Messi's on the field anytime because the, we're never going to get this again, and who knows how long it's going to last. It's supposed to be two but and a half summer years. Soccer, like, gotta appreciate it for sure. All right, again. Thank you, Alex, for joining. Chris, as always, I hate you. Everybody in the chat, thank you. And if you are looking to purchase any Inter-Miami or Messi gear, make sure you visit us on batterfans.com. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Peace. I hate you, Danny.